Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we just react honestly to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but ultimately our goal is to not be professional critics or to make objective value judgments or influence your own listening habits. We just want to put music in front of you and encourage you to engage with it. So even if it's something that we don't like, we encourage you to go purchase stuff, go see bands live, uh, support however you feel inclined to do so. The format of the show is that we have 10 bands in the queue every episode. We roll some dice and we usually get through between five and seven of them. And that's really all there is to it. So our, I guess our first point of order today, um, I saw somebody forwarded, forwarded it to me or something, or maybe it came up in the Demolition Facebook group. I can't really remember how this information came across our desk, but two, two people who I think listened to the show um, made what I would say is a spurious claim about our taste on here. And okay. it, it kind of got me reflecting on, on things in general. Well, we make spurious claims all the time. Oh, for sure. That's the entire nature, nature of the show, right? Um, but it, it got me kind of reflecting in more generally about like, you know, how people take and interpret the things that you say and how when something's in print, at least like there's a sort of like a definitive document of what was said and it's easy to reference to. Whereas, especially with us speaking extemporaneously, I don't remember what I said on this show 10 minutes after I said it. I remember every word. <laughs> so let alone, can I speak to somebody's interpretation of what something that I may or may not have said months later. But, um, it was said, I guess, implied that we were a little hard or harsh or uh, not accepting of hardcore kids making the pivot into death metal bands, which I think that we've actually largely been fairly encouraging of, more so certainly than like a lot of old death metal people I know. Yeah. I think our only gripe with it is sometimes you can tell because there is some sonic hangover from playing right. in heavy hardcore right. bands, and you're not f yet fully ready to embrace the death metal lifestyle, so you're still trying to throw hardcore flourishes in here and there, right? Yeah, yeah, and and like just just jump in, right? Right. Get rid of the hardcore flourishes. If exactly. Don't 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 straddle the fence. Right. Just play death metal. Yes. Yeah. And that's basically what I you know I've said is like I want I want hardcore and I want death metal. I don't want hardcore that sounds like death metal. Right. I don't want death metal that sounds like hardcore. Sure. Right? Just play one or the other. Right. Yeah. That's that's largely largely my feeling, too. So I think we've been pretty fair to it, actually, all in all. And then the second thing was um, if uh, if it doesn't sound like 86 mentality, we don't think it's good. Well, that's not true. And that is not true at all. It could also sound like Devo. That's right. Or career suicide. That's right. <laughs> Those are also good things. Right. right. That's right. So there's at least three things off the top of my head that it could sound like or it can sound like. Uh, some permutation Duran, Duran. <laughs> right or Duran Duran or uh, wire right <laughs> right right so pavement yeah. Pixies. sure right yeah right there's that's, plenty of things that's, that's pretty much what it should sound like right yeah right? exactly you've ventured too far outside of those guiding those guiding principles set forth by the forefathers right? power man 5000 <laughs> right yeah for, for sure if it sounds like power man 5000 we're on board with that too yeah so <laughs> so um and then you i think wanted to bring up um the woman pissing on the dude's face. I don't want to bring it up. I just, you told me about it. You brought it up. Actually, you brought it up. I, I had nothing. I had no knowledge uh -huh. of anybody in a band pissing on somebody's face on stage. Until you mentioned it. That's not true. You said the... F oh, you're right. But you said Adam <laughs> said something about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw Adam post... I didn't want to bring it up. I was just saying right. that, you know, we watched... I, I, I don't know. It's like, okay, the music sucks, but... I, I admire the flex. It's fucking stupid, but yeah, for sure. If you want to fucking 
piss on somebody, go ahead. I just thought it was an interesting juxtaposition of a band that is like a, a brass band who covers like popular rock and pop songs of the last 30 years. It was an interesting flex for that woman to piss on somebody's face live. Because, I mean, if it were a punk or hardcore show, I guess... You know, that's status quo behavior, more or less. It's not, it, it, but... It depends, right? Right, it's not, but it's, like, it's within the accepted... Mm. It's it's within the more or less accepted mm. possibilities. Maybe. Depends who's doing the pissing. Sure, yeah. And who's getting pissed on. Well, of course, right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course. So, you know, but it's... it's uh, What I admire is... um, I admire the moxie. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. It was fucking stupid, but whatever. Right. Um, so I get, I don't really have anything else to talk about. You know? I want to bring up the fact that, um, oh, yeah, we were Nick Baron cool from yeah. Breaker Press and I guess Poison Planet and a bunch of other bands. Yeah, third party records. Yeah. I, I actually have like records, you know, yeah. projects that Nick was in. I have quite a lot. Yeah. I had no idea that it was the same. Like it never, when I it said Nick Breaker Press, right, that it was the same dude. Yeah. Right. So from Milwaukee, um, yeah. Breaker Press sent me some pretty awesome Dungeon Crawl Classic stuff, which uh, if, you, uh, if you're if you into, uh, I guess, um, old school Renaissance games, yeah, and you're into like pretty cool indie games, because they've got their own indie system, I guess, right? check out Breaker Press. I was just uh, on the website kind of looking at it, and uh, I got to say that this these Dungeon Crawl Classic um, adventures, publications are compatible with DCC. Um, they're pretty fucking pro, man. They're really sick. They're really sick. Like, the artwork is sick. The uh, the package itself, you know, it, it's it's a sick pro job. So, uh, yeah, I'm into it. I'm, I, I would love to play it. But yeah. as I was saying to you, there's no way in hell that I could round up enough people to play this with me. Yeah. Well, yeah, I want to I wanna shout out Alex Lupella, who listens to the show and is, For like, sure. a longtime uh, long-distance friend of ours who is into this shit as well. Um and uh, like he he would probably be down to play with us, but there there's there's not a whole lot of other people that we know that would be right. Yeah. But also, you know, I think uh, I think this is a perfect example of like punk and hardcore for its own sake is very cool. I like it. I don't think it needs to go beyond that. But when you can take DIY principles uh, and kind of extrapolate and apply that to other creative endeavors and pursuits, it's it's usually cooler. Then, like, I want to say, like, when people who come from subculture put their mind to something and do something, like, with, you know, RPGs and tabletop gaming, for example, it's almost always cooler than if somebody else were doing it, so. Yeah, for us, because there's more intersection with our interests, right? right. They're coming from a similar background. For sure. So, yeah, super into it. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Alex. It's uh, dope. Hopefully, someday I'll get to play it. I read them. They look really, they read like a lot of fun. Yeah. Maybe someday I'll get to play them. Maybe someday. So, and maybe someday we we can leave all this uh, in the dust and start a gaming empire of our own. I'm sure that would go well. I'm sure it would go really well. I'm, I'm gonna sh- make a butter empire. Yeah, oh yeah you did show I me. Made, your I made some butter. Butter is deceptively easy to make. Yeah. Jokes on you if you're still buying it. Super easy to make. Yeah. You can get it for free. All you got to do is buy the ingredients. So not free, but. Is it cheaper than buying so butter? So here's the thing. You're buying the ingredients for the butter. Right. You didn't buy the butter. The butter's for free. But is it... But is a little it, elbow grease. Is buying the ingredients cheaper than just buying butter? I buy flour, uh-huh. yeast, right. eggs, Yeah. make a cake. Mm-hmm. Cake's free. The ingredients were not free. Right. I could have done anything with those ingredients. Sure. The cake was free. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah, I won't fight you on that. Butter's just heavy cream. Put it in the fucking jar, mm-hmm. shake it up for 20 minutes, and you got butter. It's like a magic trick. You could be a butter wizard. Go back in time, right? Yeah. And just give tell the king to, uh, your majesty, please give me 20 minutes. And you <laughs> shake the fucking thing and the fresh, it's like, it's like you just conjure fresh butter in the jar. Do you think that they didn't know about that back then? Probably not. If you go far back and far enough back in time, sure, hadn't you blow their fucking minds? <laughs> if you go far enough back, yeah, no yeah. doubt, sure. Um, so uh, you want to jump into the queue? All right, all right, cool. So first up, we have denial of life. This is a uh, John Fett submission. John actually had a fuck ton of stuff just in like rapid succession. Um, so I just had to pick one, and I'll try to remember to circle back to the other stuff that you sent in. Uh, the release is scheming to suffer. This is a band from Tacoma, Washington, that he described as straight up sacrilege worship. Then we have got Private Hell with their self, uh, self-titled release. This is a band out of Richmond, VA. This was sent in by Mikey Kent, who does vocals and plays guitar in this. He says uh, it's members of other bands from the area. I can't remember who Ollie name-checked. I think he said Fried Egg and Ghoulie. Um, I know we've had Ghoulie on the show. I like that stuff. Fried Egg Fried is really good. good. Um, so I expect this to be good. He said it's kind of like in the vein of, it's got like crusty and thrash influences as well as like some integrity stuff going on in there. Then we have got Thing with their self-titled release. This was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats. This is, um, a, I can't remember where you said this is, uh, this is based out of. The label that it's on is based out of Florida, um, but I can't remember where this band is based out of. He said it's like pretty classic sounding punk hardcore stuff with uh quote-unquote wacky vocals yeah i heard this a while ago maybe about a month and a half or so ago okay um on one of the various youtube channels or something yeah but i don't i don't particularly remember it so I'll, it'll be interesting to revisit it okay then the, we, the artwork is what caught me because the, the artwork is very it's, sick it's pretty slick back yeah it's really dope um then we have got undeath with lesions of a different kind this is a band out of rochester new york this was sent in by seth bricker um, this is some death metal stuff. I've seen them getting a little bit of hype. I've seen them on some show flyers and whatnot. It's pretty good. This stuff pops up on like, if you put on like, I don't know, two mold on Spotify, two mold radio, this shit pops up. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I've seen a lot of people talking about this band, but I haven't checked it out yet. Then we have got Field of Flames with Remnants of a Collapsed Existence. This is a band out of California. It was sent in by Connor Johnson. Um, I saw a few people big up in this too. It came out in April of this year. I think, I think that this is like, um, this is like heavy metallic hardcore stuff, um, you know, but I don't know. I think it's, I mean, you can look at the, at the like script, the script uh, logo yeah. and like, you know, the fuck classical, the classical art cover and whatnot. And I think I, they're, they're probably vegan straight edge, right? I can just, I can just, um, I'm just going to throw that guess out right now. Yeah. Then we have got personal damage with their self-titled demo. Um, this was sent in by Ryan Donahoe. He said it is in the like uh, social circle and career suicide vein, which is uh, pretty it's much one of the only things we like. It's one of the only things we like, evidently. So then we have got uh, this one was in the queue before, but I still haven't gotten around to listening to it. Uh, it's Canal Irreal by uh, with their self titled release. This is Martine's band. Um, this is uh, this was sent in by Kawi, and a few other people have sent it in, but we just haven't landed on it yet. Martine from Los Crudos. Yeah. Not just like Martines. Right, right. I I just, I. You don't fucking know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I just say the, I just say his name because I guess I assume people know that I'm talking about Martine from Los Crudos and MK Ultra and Limp Wrist and shit, right? Was he in MK Ultra? Was he? I don't believe it. I don't know. 
I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He's in from MK Chicago. Ultra. We'll say he's been in every important Chicago band. Let's I thought. Say that. I thought he did a stint in MK Ultra. I could be wrong about uh-huh. that. Um, then next up, we have got Disimperium with Malefic Im- Obliteration. This is a band out of. Uh, well, I'm not sure where this is. Ba- this is this band is based out of, but I know they are on uh, Sentient Ruin, which is based out of Oakland. This was sent in by Tyler Hammer. More metal stuff, I believe. Um, then we have got Apex Predator. This was sent in by Sean Jarvis. Um, it's just a self-titled demo. He described this. I think it's members. It's like one of the members of Gag. Um, some of the members of like Odd Man Out and Red Scare uh, playing what he described as like heavier metallic hardcore stuff. And then last up, we have got Gamma Bomb with Thunder Over London. This was sent in by Tim Neff. I think it's a resubmission. He described it as like classic big four thrash with um with like king diamond vocals over it it looks it looks hyper polished and it it doesn't look like something i would be interested in but maybe maybe i'll be proven wrong here you know did we have gamma bomb on here before i don't think so uh well maybe we did actually yeah 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 we did we had we had uh sea savage or whatever right I don't know that that logo looks super familiar. I, I'm pretty sure that we had the last release. It might have like we might have actually Q or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we I don't know if we actually landed on anything. Um, I'm pretty sure that we had it in the queue the last time Tim submitted it, but I don't think that we actually listened to the stuff. So okay. Um, so let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what's up first. He was not an MK Ultra. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. You fucker. I thought he did a stint in MK Ultra. I'm wrong. Ten. All right, 10 is Gamma Bomb. So uh, you can find this at Gamma Bomb. That's G-A-M-A bomb.bandcamp.com. They are a band based out of Ireland. The release is Thunder Over London. It is a three-song EP. Um, I think that Tim suggested the second song, but they got the first song queued up to play. It's also the self-titled track on the yeah. release. Let's just go with that. Okay. So we're going to listen to Thunder Over London by uh, off of the release of the same name by the band Gamma Bomb.
Okay, so before we talk about this at all, I just wanted to say, um, Ebro, Ebro was also in MK Ultra and in Los Crudos. Yeah. So that's that's what I was thinking of. Oh, totally different guy. Yeah, it is a totally different guy, but you can see how somebody might make that mistake. I can't. You can't see that. No, <laughs> you I don't, don't think that's can't. within the realm of possibility. You talk about him like you know him, right? No, I don't. Hey, it's Martin. You don't even know what fucking bands he was in. <laughs> I listed two out of three correct bands. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. So, anyway, um, that was Thunder Over London by Gamma Bomb off of Thunder Over London. I didn't like that at all. Too campy. Yeah, man. I'm I'm really, I've been tired for a long time. I guess I, I forgot how tired I was of uh, jokey, jokey thrash. Right? So, the big four, right? Mm-hmm. Metallica. Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. Yeah. Of the big four, Anthrax mm-hmm. is the party thrash band. They're sure. the most fun. They're the goofiest, right? right? Yeah. Madhouse, all that sort of fistful yeah. of metal. You know, um, they start, you know, for me, you know, my favorite Anthrax release is Persistence of Time, and that's yeah. like where they kind of eschew a lot of the goofiness except for Got the Time. Yeah, for sure. Which I, is That's a, my a favorite cover. release. Right. But, um, you know, Among the Living, solid. There's some still fun tracks on there, right? No doubt. I, I love that the record. Law, right? Yeah. Goofy. I other than other than like a lot of those classic Anthrax tracks, and I guess like old Municipal Waste because they kind of they're in town tonight. Oh, are they? You were missing them. Yeah, Municipal Waste, uh, Crowbar, uh, Dead Heat, and Skeletal Remains. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, I've seen Municipal Waste a bunch. Sure. I don't really need to see them again. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about Crowbar. I love Crowbar, and it's a shame because the last time I saw uh, I saw Crowbar, I was probably 30, 35 pounds lighter, and I feel like I'm finally starting to get fat enough. You're ready enough. to join Crowbar. I'm starting to, I'm starting to get fat enough where I, I belong in a Crowbar show. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Last time I felt really self-conscious about how unfat I was. Eh, well, whatever. Anyway, my point is, um, you know, Municipal Waste, you know, like the Tango and Thrash EP and their early stuff, I dig. Um, the first LP I kind of dig. I don't revisit that much. No. I'm... I kind of don't like goofy party thrash. No, not really. Right? Yeah. I mean, this had some had some pretty had had some pretty good parts. There was the uh, sort of slower, I guess, almost not quite breakdown beat, but like that that slower that slower riff that came in where they did some ring outs and stuff, and that mm-hmm. was pretty fun. The solo was pretty good for sure. The main riff didn't really get me very much, um, and it, honestly, over top of it all. Is just the dude goofing on yeah, the vocals. It sucked. That that part really detracted because I thought there were there were some riffs here that in a different context I would have liked. You know, I thought that there were a, a handful of really solid riffs here, but yeah, like the fact that this was overtly goofy. Right. You know, it wasn't even like Well, I mean, you knew it was gonna be when, like the art nice job on the artwork, but it's a goofy fucking Yeti King Kong monster or whatever. Yeah. Riding a bomb, right? Sure. The artwork it, is it kind of recalls like for me it kind of recalls like um I don't know, like Bomber and mm-hmm. uh you know, Doctor Strange Love. 
right? Yeah. But um, when I see goofy artwork like that associated with metal, I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm not going to like it. For sure. I, all I had to do was look at the art on this to know how I was going to feel about it. Like, yeah. this, this lined up exactly with the expectations established by the art. You know what I mean? This mm -hmm. is a... I successfully judged this book by its cover, for sure. I, I knew exactly what this was going to sound like before I ever heard a note of music. So, yeah. yeah. And, 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 yeah, for me, the, it was the goofy fucking, the goofy singing and in, in vocal delivery. Yeah. I guess if that reminds you of a King Diamond with some of those high-end falsettos, maybe. I guess. That dude didn't sound like King Diamond. No, not at all. And this sure as shit wasn't fucking anything like Merciful Fate or, you know. No. no, I don't know that Tim has sent in um, anything that we've liked ever. Um, I but I appreciate the fact that he continues to, to give it his best shot. And I'm sure that he sent in something that somebody who listens to the show would like. I mean, a lot of people like this. Yeah, for sure. So good for you. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I, I ain't going to tell somebody to turn it off if it's on. Sure, whatever. But I ain't going to turn it on. No, not at all. I will never listen right. to this on purpose. I, I am going to listen to Persistence of Time. Yeah. Right? I'm going to listen to Rain and Blood. For sure. We're talking big four. Yeah. Right? Yep, and if I'm and I'm, if I'm gonna listen to thrash at all, it, it, I'm actually usually not. I'm usually not gravitating towards those bands first necessarily, even um, unless I'm in a, a very particular mood. But a lot of the time, if I want to listen to thrash, I put on like uh, Nuclear Assault or Demolition Hammer. Or I'll I'll listen to Rain and Blood every single day. For sure, I'm not I'm not at all detracting from. I just I've heard that record and I've heard those records in general so like it's, many it's fucking like a times. Comfy robe I can put on. Right? Yeah, I feel that there are some of my favorite records I haven't listened to in like five years because I listened to them so much throughout my youth. It almost doesn't occur for me. To, it, it almost doesn't occur to me to put them on. Right. Well, so, of the big four, yeah, the two that I will listen to first, mm -hmm. Anthrax and Slayer. Yeah, I agree for sure, no doubt. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, any day. You know, I'll go back and and, and Adam gave a full throated defense of Metallica. Mm -hmm. When I said erase them from history. Sure. I agree, right? Yeah. Yes, those early records are fucking good. Yeah. Right? Yes, I agree. You know, Headfield's fucking down picking cannot be rivaled. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Nevertheless, fuck them. At this point, they've done more harm than good. Right. You know? Right. And you could argue that you could argue the same for Slayer as well, but I don't know. I'll go for fucking Rain and Blood and Persistence of Time pretty much over uh, most other records of that era. For sure. Uh, of that ilk. Yeah, 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 no doubt. I will say, too, like, Slayer, I think they were, even when they were putting out middling records in the 90s that weren't great, they weren't as egregiously bad as Metallica by any stretch. Diabolus and Musica is pretty fucking bad. Uh, which one? Diabolus and Musica. That's uh, the song. That's the album that came after... Um, uh, Divine Intervention. Divine Intervention okay, is, yeah. is an underrated album. For sure. Diabolus and Musica sucks. I don't remember that one. It's terrible. Okay. I think Kerry King wrote most of the songs on that album. Oh, word. Um, so there you go. There's Gamma Bomb. I'm sure some of you would like it. I, I will never revisit this, though. Uh, thanks thanks to Tim for, for giving it the old college try once again. I'm sure you'll you'll get one through through the defense at one point, I'm sure. Just keep trying. Uh, nine. All right, nine is uh, Apex Predator. So this is the uh, new Portland band that's like members of Odd Man Out and Gag, and I think I think those are like I think two of the the two core members are from those bands. And then according to um, Sean, who submitted this, he says he's pretty sure they just like recruited like some some other like young young kids who play in bands to like fill out the live lineup. Um, so uh, we're going to listen to the song Respect is Earned by Apex Predator off of their demo. Mm -hmm. 
just uh we just learned some hard lessons about life from apex predator we heard the song respect is earned off of their demo my correction uh, correction uh this is not from portland it's from seattle in fact i think i i misspoke and said this was from portland um uh, i don't respect that i don't i don't respect that did that. nothing to earn my respect. that did not earn my respect <laughs> i did not respect that in any way uh, well, I, I had I no idea what we were getting into i i expected well i kind of did because i, I no i didn't <laughs> they so sean said it had some minor elements of crowbar, which I guess I can hear in the vocals, kind of. I guess, boy, I tell you what, man. And then satisfaction is is the death of desire era hate breed, which yeah, I can hear too. But man, I ex I expected a lot better from this camp, even with those name drops, which I like crowbar a lot. I like hate breed a lot, a lot, a lot. But like, I just said, I don't give a shit about crowbar, and everybody knows I don't like hate breed. Right? Yeah, for sure. So. Um, but even, you know, that said, I, so, so frequently when I hear those bands name dropped, it's a sign that I'm not going to like what's about to be played. In this instance, I, I put some faith in the members of this band to pull off something cool because of the other bands <laughs> they play in. Yeah, yeah. And I was wrong. Yeah. This is bad. This isn't just like stupid. I mean, it is very, very fucking stupid. It is quite stupid. But it's also like bad. It's yes. not good. It was very bad. Like it was like lazily written and played yes and delivered. it sounded like a joke yeah it sounded like a literal like joke local band yes i don't know guys i guess just you guys i like odd man out a lot i like gag a lot yeah i we just saw gag they were great um i like i liked red scare quite a bit um don't like this this ain't it though <laughs> this is not so it for me i i had no idea what we were in for all i was looking at was the logo right and then the artwork. The logo and the art is sick. The logo is halfway sick. Predator looks sick. Apex does not. Apex is way too flashy for me. Fair enough. That looks like a fucking slam logo. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but the artwork is sick. Yeah, the artwork's great. Because the artwork is a pretty fucking, like, 
lo-fi picture of something that looks like uh, a cross between, um, I don't know, an intellect devourer and, um, you know, one of the dogs from Ghostbusters. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like ripping a corpse apart, right? Yeah. Thought, okay, this, that looks like old school death metal fucking demo art. Yeah, it does. And I'm hoping that that's what we're going to hear. Right. That is not what we heard. No. The lyrics sounded like they were kidding. I think yeah. there is a line in there, look me in the eyes when you stab me in the back. Yeah. How, sir? How? <laughs> well, that's why I was saying, like, I like, so I like, you know, this sounded like a joke. Yeah. Kind of hoping it is. But um, eh. I don't know. Eh. I don't know. There's a lot of effort put into the um, packaging, yeah. so to speak, the digital package. Right. For this to be a total joke. Yeah, for sure, man. I don't know. I, don't, I, I did not like this. And I might I say. I think that the uh, the trope respect is not given; it is earned. Yeah, that is one of the like I have never met anybody mm-hmm. who has a tattoo, something right. like that, or it sort of espouses that sort of philosophy. Who's a tolerable that person? Is, that is less worthy of my respect. <laughs> no doubt. Right? Like here's the way it works: you give everybody respect up front. You right. treat everybody the fucking same. Sure. You don't act like a piece of shit and expect them to fucking prostrate themselves before you. Yeah. And like actually do something to please your shitty fucking ego. <laughs> right. I've never met anybody. Yeah. Anybody that throws that fucking phrase around that doesn't have the brain of a thirteen year old. No doubt. Yeah, for sure. Right, for sure. It's 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 one of the shittiest fucking slogans, and it, it it's it's just like, you know, you you might as well be fucking wearing a red hat. You might as well be flying a Swazi. You might as well say that. I don't want anything to fucking do with you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right, you're a piece of shit, <laughs> and you're a waste of my time. Right, and I'm honestly surprised that you don't have to fucking set a reminder to breathe. <laughs> Yeah, that has largely been my experience with those type of people, yeah. for sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I like the other bands these folks are involved in. This sounds like a, this sounds like a, a shitty local band that I wouldn't even put on show. Seriously, this sounded like this sounded like a shitty local band from like Muncie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, it, when did this come out? September fourteenth. Uh, there's no like, there's no physical release for this or anything. It doesn't look like a whole lot of people have bought it, so I guess we're not in the minority here. Um, but I wish you guys the best in all your endeavors. Uh, Keep this, playing, but um, <laughs> this this is not for me. You have to work a little harder to earn my respect. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're just gonna have to gonna have to step up to the plate. Yeah, if you want to earn this respect. That's right. All right, let's roll the dice. See what's up next. Three. All right, three is thing with their self-titled release. Um, I can tell you right now, they're gonna have to earn my respect on this. I'm not giving it away. No. Um, so this is you can find this at invisibleaudio.bandcamp.com. Um, like I said, I'm not sure where the band is based out of. I, I know that the label is based out of Florida. Um, it looks like they have got the first song queued up to play, so we'll just go with that. So we're gonna listen to "It Comes in Waves" by Thing off of their self-titled release.
All right, we just heard the song "It Comes in Wave." It comes in waves by the band Thing off of their self-titled release, and that did indeed earn my respect. That was really fucking good. Yeah, I dug that a lot. That was good. I think when we were listening to it, you made the comp- comparison to Exit Order, which I can hear, especially in the fact that it's like fast, more or less traditional hardcore with like some minor post-punky flair here and there, and like the chorus, the chorus on the guitars, yeah, yeah. or the chorus and or flanger or whatever they're using on there. Um, yeah, that was really, really, really good, man. And I also like when we were going into it, I noticed I was like, oh shit, this is like three minutes and fifteen second song. That's kind of a long runtime. Yeah, I wasn't sure what we were in for with three minutes 15 seconds on like a modern punk or hardcore tape yeah right but it used it used the time very well yeah it didn't feel like three minutes and 15 no, seconds not at all that was really good i'm definitely going to pick up a copy of this this uh this ripped and this label has put out a lot of really good stuff too they've put out like protocol tape they put out like the armor demo the big laugh demo a lot of good stuff so yeah that was dope for yeah. sure good uh, artwork too yeah the artwork is really good super super slick looks great um yeah i got i got nothing bad to say about that at all i was really pleasantly surprised by this it just came out in september i'm not sure if that if this is the band's like debut release um i've not heard of this band per- previously and this is definitely a band that's in my lane so i feel like something if this band existed previous to now i feel like i probably would have heard about it but i I could be wrong yeah i don't know this is really good though i'm definitely going to pick this up and uh and i don't pay attention moving forward wait for the next thing that this band puts out because it's really fucking good so um all right cool let's keep it moving then moving right along yeah the only time i get to roll a d7 because i'm never going to get to play dungeon crawl classics (laughs) four all right. Um, four is Field of Flames with remnants of a collapsed existence. You can find this at fieldofflames.bandcamp.com. This band is uh, based out of California. Um, they they thank all of the bands in the scene that they're proud to be a part of. Um, good on you guys, I guess. Um, so let's. That's, that's a classic move, it's, though. It's a classic. It's, that, it's that a classic was... move. I just am not used to seeing it on. I'm not used to seeing it on Bandcamp. I think it's dope because it gives you an idea of other bands that are out there that for sure. may, you know that you want to check out. That's how I would always discover new bands. Looking at the no fucking doubt. thank yous, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, now it's just uh, you know you don't get that stuff anymore. So you, you kind of lose that context and that connection too. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a it's a it's a good move to like I've just never seen it done on Bandcamp, but like it makes sense for sure. Um, so yeah, good on you guys for doing that. Um, so, uh, I, it looks like based on the bands that they're like name dropping on here, um, it looks like they're like a Bay area or like San Jose area band. Um, uh, just cause like a lot of the bands that they're name dropping are from that, that general area. And like, yeah, there they go. Uh, uh, any band that they forgot that is a part of San Jose, Santa Cruz and Bay area hardcore scene. So that whole scene is like very hit or miss for me. Some of that stuff I fucking love. Some of it I don't. And it seems to be. It seems like it's it, it's incredibly sonically varied with like stuff that's leaning fully into like beatdown shit as well as bands like Spy. Right. Um, so right. and they but they all seem to be homies with each other and like to play the same shows, which is cool. Um, so yeah, I guess let's uh, let's just jump into it, see what this is all about. So uh, the first song is also the self-titled track. So we're gonna listen to Remnants of a Collapsed Existence off of the EP of the same name by the band Field of Flames. Sounds. And kind of goes with 
Alright, so we actually ended up listening to two songs because the first song was an intro, so we listened to Remnants of a Collapsed Existence and then Confusion Breeds the Fear by Feel, Feel the Flame. So I was half right about this. There, there were some elements like the spoken word elements at play here um, and some of the leads and shit and then like the real chuggy breakdown at the end of that second track that we heard that were like exactly what I was expecting, which is like late 90s, early 2000s transitional metalcore of the kind of trust kill variety that was like coming from the the remnants of like the the heavy straight edge, vegan straight edge metalcore of the 90s. But then there was also elements of like more straight ahead metallic 90s hardcore in here, like Strife. Um, there was definitely like some path of resistance in here and shit too. So it, it kind of straddled the line. I don't know that it married those two worlds, especially effectively. Um, I, I did. I, mean, I just generally thought this was like pretty boring. 
um, did not do much for me at all. Uh, they do indeed also have straight edge uh, tagged in their in their genre tags at the at the bottom. So I was right about that too. So like I said, half right about what this was just based on the art alone. Um, the recording was it did not do this any justice at, at all either. You mentioned it while we were listening to it. It was fucking. It was thin. Yes. It was really really thin. It it. It didn't sound like there was even a bass on this recording, except for the few moments where it like it kind of came up above above everything. But yeah, it was, it was yeah, it just didn't sound um, didn't sound real muscular. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think that this was particularly good. It was it was trying to be a few different things. Uh, none of those things are are genres that I'm particularly excited to hear replicated in 2021 anyway and then mashed all together and thrown in a blender I don't think they worked particularly well uh with one another either so yeah I didn't I didn't really like that so the closest stuff that I listened to to the, my closest relationship to this yeah is you know no later than 1997 sure you know what I mean yeah 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 we've mentioned like you know like day of suffering right right yeah bands like that um those 90s those mid 90s metallic hardcore bands that uh you know my friends were in sure and i you know i had like uh i don't know i have some sort of connection to right by the end of the 90s i'm done with them for the most yeah. part right yeah and it and it mostly so like this was those elements of those you know metallic 90s bands that i heard in there that i'm familiar with it's like yeah. this isn't so bad sure right but it was just a little too um it was a little too bit of a modern interpretation for me. There yeah, was, there was a few steps. It was a few steps removed. Yeah, from my memory, for sure. Like these these dudes definitely were listening to like the Undying LP before they wrote these songs. No fucking doubt, right? But yeah, I thought I also thought like the the incorporation of like. Uh, like, you know, calling out your area code and, like, throwing in the, like, yo, let's go, motherfucker, type shit, like, didn't suit the format of the music at all. We've we shit on that before, and I think from this specific area code, we've shit for, on that. We before. have, yeah, 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 for sure. Right. They they are they are psyched as fuck to be from the Bay. You know what, though? Maybe if I was from the Bay, I would be, too. For sure. It's probably sick. But <laughs> I've lived in Fort Wayne long enough that I'll just say, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh via Fort Wayne. Right, yeah. I, I am not hype about the 412 area. I mean, I mean about the 260 area. No, no, not at all. Right? Yeah, for sure. So, like, maybe if I was from someplace, like, if I was, like, living in someplace super cool. Right, right, right. Maybe then I'd be hype. Maybe everywhere I'd go, I'd be fucking shot in that area. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Throwing it up in bathrooms all over the place, right? Sure. But um, as it is, yeah, nah, just rings hollow for me. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was, it wasn't. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yo, check it out. Here's the first three numbers of my fellow telephone. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Glad I got those numbers. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, Yo, check sure. it out. Here's my fucking area code, 260. You can figure out the rest of the numbers, but that should tell you, tell you enough, bitch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. It, it was pretty boring to me. It wasn't terrible. I, 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 I don't have any beef with this at all. It just uh, it didn't do anything for me. It certainly didn't move me. I, I, I'm sure that... Uh, I'm sure the people from the area are hype on it. It seems like the one very cool aspect of this scene in general is that they all go really, really fucking hard for one another's bands. It's seemingly, even if it's not in a genre that they're probably interested in or playing, they support the fuck out of one another. Yeah, and so I can respect that. I respect that for sure. I'm, I'm glad that everybody sticks together. They stick together enough so that uh, I, I know at least a couple people wanted 
to fight us <laughs> just really? because we talked bad about one of these bands Whatever. um that like the people that they weren't even in the band you know what i mean so respect i guess you guys no, really like your that, friends i don't respect that it's <laughs> not that big of a deal guys. <laughs> sure right. sure but you, you guys really like your friends and you really support each other's bands and that's cool uh people talk shit on you constantly yeah and i just sort of like just sort of nod along yeah constantly uh, right and i just kind of like let them go yeah you know? On me specifically? Yeah. Who the fuck are you around that would be talking shit on me? You don't fucking know. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, people get on you constantly. And I just kind of go, huh? Yeah, whatever. I guess that's what you think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fucking step up for any of my friends when people talk shit on them. That's good to know. I just kind of let it slide. It's not that big of a deal, right? Because who the fuck are they? Yeah, sure. Like if somebody was giving, like giving you a hard time, right? Mm-hmm. If, if somebody was giving you more than you could handle. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, come on now. Sure. This is enough. Right. There's no reason to be an asshole. <laughs> right? Right, but if it's just, if it's a minor infraction. If it's a minor infraction, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, right, right, I'll let you speak for a while. <laughs> right, right. right. Um, I certainly ain't going to fucking, like, get mad if a stranger talks shit on a band you're in. S- certainly not, no. Right? No, I mean. If, I mean. Honestly, yeah, that's baby shit. It is, yeah, no what's doubt. The, what's the area code for this? For we, these guys, we've, we've talked about it before. Uh, I don't. I, I think maybe four, four hundred two or something. Four hundred nine. I don't know. Whatever. It sounds like an area code for babies. <laughs> right? That's what it sounds like. It's an area code for babies. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. Like I said, not mad at this. Don't love it sure that there are plenty of people in our listenership who will like it so there you go i don't know if this is finding its way to a physical release like a tape or whatnot but uh if you're uh, if you're interested in it you can find it at fieldofflames.bandcamp.com in so. the tags in the bottom you know it's california field of flames hardcore metal straight edge and then eminem mockingbird mp3 yeah, yeah that's pretty good that, like, that's pretty funny i like that tag. One of, that's one of my least favorite fucking like they play it on, on npr yeah they play the fucking sample oh really on npr like at the end of segments and stuff and it drives me fucking nuts it makes me want to jump through the fucking radio and just strangle the nearest <laughs> MP. Like, go to the studio when they're having a fun drive, right? Yeah. Give them five right across the face. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, cool. Let's uh, let's roll the dice, see what's up next. Four. All right, four is personal damage. You can find this at uh, 1753.bandcamp.com. That's the label that put this stuff out. Um, this is just a self-titled demo. This was the stuff that was described to me as, uh, like, in the vein of social circle and career suicide, and it was sent in by Ryan Donahoe. So that's a, that's a you know, that's a, that's a strong, uh, that's a strong sign that we're gonna like it. So, uh, the song that they've got queued up to play is the first one. Um, they also have a self-titled song on here, which we typically go for. I kind of want to do that. That's that's usually our rule on here. Yeah, it's it's also twenty-seven seconds longer. Yeah, for so. sure, because it's a slightly larger sample size. So we're going to listen to Personal Damage by the band Personal Damage off of the release Personal Damage.
All right, so we just heard the songs Personal Damage, and then we just uh, decided to listen to another song, too, just to get a better better sample size. So we also listened to the song I Don't Need a Ruler by the band Personal Damage off their self-titled demo. Um, Nate, you pointed out we just listened to uh, something else off of this label, 1753, like I think on I think it was actually on the last episode. Uh, it was a couple episodes ago. I don't think it was the last episode. Future of Despair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we liked we liked that stuff. I liked this stuff, too. Yeah, this um, was fun and sloppy and obnoxious. Yeah, and this for is sure. this is um this is how I like my hard how I like my hardcore delivered to me nowadays. Yeah, for right? sure. I want it I want it stripped down, bare bones, fun, sloppy, stupid, white t shirt hardcore. Yeah, for sure. This was really good. I liked it a lot. Uh tape's already sold out, so we can't get any copies of it. But um also the the second song that we heard, I don't need a ruler. There are a couple interpretations of that. Either he doesn't need a ruler as in he doesn't need somebody ruling him. You He's know? got quite the eye. He doesn't need to measure he anything. Right? He eyeballs everything. Right, or he, yes, he literally doesn't need a ruler, or it could be an anti-straight edge song too. That's true. You know, I don't need a ruler. Oh, you're going a little metaphorical there. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. I was going quite literal when I read that. Right. Yeah. Completely literal. I do not need a ruler. I can tell that that frame is centered on the wall. It's fine. (laughs) Trust me, it's fucking fine. Right. This dude is a master carpenter. He doesn't need a ruler. That's right. (laughs) He knows exactly where to drill the holes. Right. right? Um, Yeah, that was cool. I liked that a lot. That was uh, like you said. You already summed it up. Sloppy, fun, raucous, white t-shirt, hardcore punk shit, man. This sounds exactly like it, yet it could have been recorded in 1983. You know, and we said time and time again, we beat a dead horse with this, but the key word here is fun. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. It's fun. Gamma Bomb, what is it, Gamma Bomb? Gamma Bomb, yeah. Tried to be fun right? in a way that failed with me. For sure. Right? Apex Predator, no fun at all. Right. Right? Last band we heard, too serious, too self-serious to be fun. Right. Not fun. Right. This is, it's for fucking, that's for fucking crying while you spin kick somebody. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're working a con, like just a, a, a soup, a conflicting soup of emotions. Out, right, 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 sure. During fi- a, fi- a fields of whatever, fields of flame. Flame. I was going to say fields of fire. During a fields of flame set. Right. This, you're just having fun. Right. You're just having fun. You're getting your clothes dirty. Yeah. Right. And uh, you're just being a fucking goof. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's all I want. Because believe me, everything, I, like, nothing else is fun. You know, men. Most things are most things. By this time, <laughs> yeah. If you've been around, if you've been around as long as I have, right. Most things stop being fun. Yeah, that's that's true for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, all right. You wanna you wanna roll the dice one more time? Yeah, let's get it. I'd like to I'd like to get one more band in. Four again. All right. Four is Canal Irreal. This is their self-titled release. You can find this at canalireal.bandcamp.com. This is Martine from MK Ultra, but or from Los Crudos, but not MK Ultra. You truly don't know. I was man. I was trying <laughs> trying to What's make up at a point. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Saranda guy. I guess? Saranda guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well. He was not an MK Ultra. No, he wasn't. But his bandmate in Los Crudos was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is an easy fucking mistake to make. I don't think anybody would confuse me for you. No, I don't. <laughs> but I don't know these guys personally. Okay. I think you're the one who talks shit about me when I'm not around. <laughs> I I don't. I'm. I, but I. You know, I just kind of. Like, you just well, know some people. It's not. It's not going to make him cry. You don't. Ha- you don't hang out with anybody other than me and like. Who 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 do you hang out with that would talk shit about me? You're making this up. There's like there's like ten people I hang out with. Right. That ten people? Yeah. Most of them don't know there, me. There's a few that know you that um 
really don't like you. <laughs> I don't think that's real. They really don't like I you. I do not think that's real. I think this is a full-on fabrication. Okay. I can't think of anybody in your friend group that really doesn't like me. You know, we were talking, you know, I've been jokingly lamenting that I'll never get to play DCC because I'll never find anybody who wants to play. Yeah. Right? And the solution is, well, just go online and find a group. Sure. I don't want to meet new people. No, not at all. I, why would I want to, like, absolutely not, right? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the rule book and I'm going to read the adventures and act like I fucking played. Right. I think, oh, this would be so much fun to play, right? Yeah. But I'm never going to play it right? because I am never going to engage a stranger on the internet to play no. a game with them. No, certainly not. No. Never. No, 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 no. <laughs> never. Even if I, if I fucking walked into a store. Yeah. And saw the people that I, that work at the store. My relationship with them is, here is what I am buying. Right. Here's the game that I am buying. Yes, I'm part of the club. Yeah. So I know this goes towards my discount next time. Sure. I have heard this is a good game. That's why it's buy I'm buying it. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you. Have a good day. Perfectly nice guy behind the counter. Right. If I walk into a fucking store and I see that dude mm -hmm. and three other people looking for a fifth to play DCC, I ain't playing. I know I'm the same way. Dude. I ain't fucking playing. Yeah, no way. No Not way. a chance. I've said, you know, I said before, if I was playing, if I was playing a giant role playing game, mm -hmm. and there was one other person in the entire fucking world, yeah, online playing that game, mm -hmm. I wouldn't play. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Again, a man of principle. A man, I, I do not want to encounter you in a in a fucking game. Yeah. Right. So that's why I know I'll never play it because I can't round up enough people out of like the ten people that I know mm -hmm. to play. Well, plus it's very challenging because evidently at least half of those people hate my guts. So I know. It'd be so really I'm tough down to, to like five people. Right. Yeah. So it'd be tough to, and that's the D and D group we already have. Right. Right. So. Right. <laughs> So it'd be even tougher. That's right. <laughs> so, all right, cool. So let's, uh, looks like they have got the song Pestis yeah. uh, queued up to play. So we're going to listen to Pestis by Canal Irial off of their self-titled release.
right. We just heard the song Pestis by Canal Irreal off of their self-titled release. Nate, how'd you feel about that? I like it. I have this record. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Full I've disclosure, had, right? Yeah, I have this record. It's pretty. It came out on Beach Impediment, like, in the spring, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that Beach Impediment put this out. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, this this was good. I dig it. It gives me... It, we, were, we were talking about... Um, well, before the show, mm-hmm. we were watching the new Code Orange video. We were. Yes. And sort of checking that out. Uh-huh. Seeing what's going on there. Sure. And you said, well, I mean, they're doing all right. They're on Roadrunner. Yeah. Pulling in the bucks. And I was like, isn't that fucking weird? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah. It just kind of tells you what what most people are into. Yeah, for sure. And it, right. it, for me, it highlighted how niche our int- like our musical interest really is. Yeah. Right? We think we're high and mighty in this shit, but maybe we're the one in the wrong. Perhaps. I mean, if it's a popularity contest... Uh, Code Orange is uh, way more popular than anything I like. That's the tyranny of democracy. And, and better, right? Tyranny of democracy. That's, the tyranny of the de- of the majority, right? That's right. That's why uh, I have pretty strong uh, authoritarian bend myself. <laughs> See, I want to be the one in charge. <laughs> all right, that's the pro- that's always See, the issue. Right? I want to be the one in charge, but I also want to do little work. Right. Yeah. I just want to give decrees. Don't fucking do that. Don't let anybody fucking do that. <laughs> and if they do, get rid of them. Right. Right? Sure. I I don't care how you fucking get it done. Right. Just get it done. Well, we've... we've <laughs> right? That guy's got too much money. Take it. <laughs> that guy's got too much money. Don't take it all. Give him more than enough to live comfortably and then take it and solve this problem with that money. <laughs> well, that's... We've talked We've talked many times about the fatal flaw and... And all, all of our thinking is that it always ends up resulting in some form of, th- of authoritarianism. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. right. That's, and, so, that, and that's fundamentally in opposition to what I really wish right. for the world. So like, I just have like, to check you know, out. Like, oh, oh, you, oh you, you're going to go to space now. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to give me enough money to fix that fucking lead pipe crisis in Michigan. <laughs> right, yeah. I know you got it. You're gonna give me that fucking money, and then maybe we'll see how it works out for you. We'll see if we'll see if we can get you the space right. a- after we take care of some other shit. Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, I, believe me, you you won't even notice it's gone. <laughs> you yeah. won't even notice it's gone. <laughs> right, right. Trust me. Yeah, not a goddamn thing will change. You just can't go to space right now because I am taking this. <laughs> right, right. The benevolent authoritarian. Right, right, right. And yeah. that's what I do. Right. Don't cut those fucking trees down. Are you fucking kidding? What you 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 got fucking thirty million dollars? That's not enough for your greedy ass. You got to cut those fucking trees down too. Yeah. How about I cut one down and shove it up your fucking ass? <laughs> right. Put you three hundred feet in the air, and that fucking redwood is a pike. <laughs> Let the whole world look at you. Right. This is what you get, you greedy fuck. Right. Well, that's how they all imagine themselves until they get there. Right? Oh, see that. And then they, they kill all the Jews. Well, no, I would just kill everybody. Right. Yeah. That's the issue. Right? <laughs> that, that bit, like, like, God damn it! There's too many fucking people on this planet. Right. Right. Yeah, so it just needs to be one. <laughs> sure, it's just yeah, right. right. Just one guy. Just one guy's plenty. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> too too many. Yeah. One is almost too many, well, right? Yeah. But but anyway, my, my point was this is pretty good. This is pretty good. Yeah, I like right? this a lot. Yeah. So we were talking about like code orange and stuff. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about now. I'm I'm totally turned around. What was I talking about? Well, you were talking head? about how like this is so unbelievably niche, and how bands like Diot or this are relegated so to that's that's what i'm going to say is this gives me and we're thinking about modern bands very strong diot vibes sure yeah yeah i think if you like diot you 
kind of like this. Right. Yeah, sure. Like this is just a, a part of the wave that I've talked about on the show before of of punk and hardcore people uh, marrying that to post punk, which I think is a long time coming and is probably long overdue because I think the forms work really, really well together. They have a lot of the same guiding principles. I think sonically they're not that dissimilar in, in many respects. It just there are two forms that work very well to me. It's like fucking peanut butter and jelly, and I'm glad to see a lot of bands gravitating towards this sound. I thought this was a, a, a fairly good representation of it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and I felt like this kept one foot. This, this maybe more so than Diot, oh, at sure. least the last LP, has like one foot firmly in hardcore, too. Yeah. I think probably mostly due to like Mar Martin's influence. You speak like, like you know the guy. I don't know. I'm just saying, I've already said his last name. Right. Right? Whether or not it's correct Mr. or not. Mr. Saranda guy's... Uh, uh, influence. I don't know how to fucking say his last name. Yeah, nor I don't I. fucking know. That's why I, I don't, don't say. Fucking know. That's why I don't say his. But last I don't name. talk about him like I fucking know. him. I didn't either. talk about him like I knew him. I just was trying to avoid saying his last name because I don't know how the fuck to pronounce it. Just say dude from MK. For, see you. Ha <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. You really go. Oh, I'll just say the dude from MK. Just say the dude from Los Crudos. Yeah. Right. You, I caught you slipping right there. No. Yeah. No, you didn't. Oh, I, I was did. trying to ham it up like you. Oh, you were trying to like, ham it up like, like me, right? Hey, he was also in uh, MK Ultra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I meant uh, I meant that other guy. That other guy that doesn't look anything like him that was on another band with him. You know what they look like? You can describe how they look to me right now? Um. Yeah. Yeah? I, we, saw, we saw this guy. Uh-huh. Right? Let's not even say his name now. Let's <laughs> not even acknowledge him. <laughs> We saw this guy taking pictures at the gag show. At least I did. That's true. Yeah, I didn't even notice right? him up there, right? Yes. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't know, maybe about five foot seven. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. 10, 11 inches shorter than me. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. He's got a uh, close cropped or shaped head. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. He, he's wearing a flannel. How do you know that that's not what Ebro looks like? He's not, because I've seen bands that other dudes in. Sounds like you know the guys pretty well. So I don't I'll know, defer but to I've you. seen other bands, and you can look up a picture of them too. So, on that note, uh, you want to listen to uh, you want to listen to some voicemails. We got quite a few this week, so okay. All right, so let's. I wonder if we got any grim tales. I think we do have a grim tale, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we I, have I, so tale. after telling that last week, I thought, boy, I really didn't paint myself or my dad or anybody in a in a, in a good light last week. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. You know? Yeah. I know. I mean, I I want I want to emphasize. Yeah. My my dad did not scoff at the dead man outside of the metro. Sure, right. He did not callously. We did callously pass him by in the morning, but we didn't. We weren't sure he was dead. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Um, but we were pretty sure he's dead on the way back. Yeah. My dad went and told some folks. That there were other people walking past the dead man. We did, but then we went and told somebody. Yeah, he so did the right thing. He did the right thing. Yeah. I did. I I did not do the right thing and go back and help those Amish people that plummeted off a cliff. Right. What, what could I have done? What could you have done? Right. What could I have done? What could you have done? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. I did, I did not get the authorities involved. Right. But I thought about that after after last week. I was like, oh, man, maybe that was a little bit too much of a peek behind the curtain. Sure. Right. Well, it's immortalized now. It is immortalized now. So let's just say um, I'm a better man nowadays. I know I, I'm a man of action nowadays, and I know what to do. That's right. <laughs> if I see a woman convulse and collapse on the sidewalk with my friend while we're driving home from work, no matter how tired I am, mm -hmm. I know exactly what to do. I don't think I used being tired as an excuse. I don't think that factored into it <laughs> at all. No matter, no matter how tired, I know exactly what to do. I've taken CPR classes. Right. 
right? Funny thing is, I have too. I took one within the past six months. I have not taken one within the past six months. It's probably been about six years. For I have me, to so. take them for work. Not word. I am uh, I am ready to save a life mm -hmm. and willing. I am willing. Yeah. I just don't often find myself in that situation anymore. Right. Right. And pray to God you don't find yourself in that situation anytime soon. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's listen to some voicemails. Yo, what's up? Uh, this is Drew from the band Gum. I uh, just wanted to call in. I hope this message reaches you in time. Uh, I'm trying to plug some shows. Uh, Gum will be on tour throughout the Midwest with In Love coming up. Um, November 18th, we're going to be at the Bug House. That's you, Gray. Uh, we're playing with Jell and one of Gray's fucking bands. I don't remember which one. Uh, then we're playing the 19th. I'll be on house in Chicago with Porcupine and Jocko, as well as Joe. On the 20th, we'll be in Grand Rapids at Skeletons. Uh, the 21st, we're going to be in Cleveland. We're going to be at Now That's Class. Uh, a DGR is putting on the show. It's going to be sick. Um, we're playing with Slug and Grip Hook. And then on the 22nd, We'll be wrapping it up in Cincinnati at Design Collective with Piss Flowers. So yeah, if you live to any, if live close to uh, any of those cities, come to a show or uh, get fucked. All right, thanks. All right, there you go. Yeah, uh, so there is a show coming up at the Bug House on Thursday. I guess I can plug that on here too. Uh, yeah, Gum and Love Gel, and the band of mine that is playing is Kill Surf City. And uh, yeah, if you're in if if you're in any of the areas that uh, Drew just mentioned, definitely go catch Gum. They're really really fucking good live. Uh, I mean, they're good on record too, but they're a really really solid live band. Yeah, they are good live. It's also good to uh, know that the Albion House is still doing shows. I was thinking about that with you know now that's class is still mm -hmm. putting on shows as well. That's cool. Yeah, and all those bands sound like fake bands, like Piss Flowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just sound like fake bands. From some like I don't know some from some fucking indie punk rock indie film about a punk rock band right right yeah 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 um, and uh, these are just like slug grip hook piss flowers <laughs> right. oh dude you haven't heard piss flowers yet right right right, yeah, right? it does they all sound like fake bands yes it does kind of sound like a fictionalized band name also I just want to note that. The place that they're playing in Grand Rapids is called Skeletones, and we had Skeletoons here. Yeah, we did. It's good to know that there are people all over the country who think that that's a good pun on any level and not the dumbest fucking thing ever. <laughs> it's such a stupid fucking name. Yeah, well, I mean, you you seem to have you seem to have a particular. Um, it seems to get you in a particular way. Skeletons and skeletons. And I don't shit. give a shit. It's so fucking stupid. I don't, it's a bar. I didn't expect it to have. They have a cool I know, name. but skeletons. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Who came up with that idea? And they're like, "Yeah, this is sick. This is a sick name." Skeletons. Probably people that really like the fucking new Code Orange record. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, actually, I bet they I bet the that Venn diagram is a single circle. Yeah, they really. <laughs> so that means most people. <laughs> Evidently, that means most people, yeah. All right, let's hear the next one. Hey, D. Smokey Johnson coming at you again. Uh, this time it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I got a grim tale for you. You fucking brought up grim tales, and I was like, damn, dude. I need to bring out the old Johnson family war stories. So my great-great-grandfather on, uh, I think great-great-grandfather, 
Yeah, great great grandfather on my grandmother's side. Fought in World War One, uh, and in France was mustard gassed, you know, beyond belief often. Uh, he told me a specific, well, wrote, obviously I never met him, he's long fucking dead. He wrote a letter about a specific instance where it was, he was involved in trench warfare, obviously, uh, you know, wearing gas masks, getting mustard gassed all day and night fucking long, uh, you know, waiting in deep Teddy woke up one morning to, uh, you know, go use the bathroom in the specific area that was safe and came walking by wounded men who were still asleep and there was a guy laying there getting his fucking innards eaten by a goddamn dog-sized rat in the trenches and i just thought that that was pretty fucked up needs to be a death metal song about that rats eating your trenches in the fucking shit and piss in the middle of no man's land that's uh pretty fucked up if you ask me Steve Smokey Johnson signing off. All right, sorry if this ran long. I thought you might want to hear the dumbass tale. Adios. I think that songs about the horrors of war and rats eating shit and piss and, and eating people in the trenches mm -hmm. might be one of the most common themes. It is, for sure. Right? No doubt. No doubt. I mean, Bolt Thrower did nothing but write songs about war and the brutality That's of true. war, right? That's true. And plenty of... And uh, the glory of war. And the glory of war. And the glory, of course. Right? of course. I mean, why else go to war if not for the glory? Indeed, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, the glory of getting mustard gassed. The glory of mustard gassing people. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, look, World War World War One is one long, grim tale. I listened to uh, the the hardcore that podcast Hardcore History. I listened to his like I don't know what it was like a six part six part uh, podcast series on World War One, and um, it was horrifying, truly horrifying. Yeah, I mean I've been interested in like warfare and stuff since I was a little kid, and so it wasn't like it were they were things I was unfamiliar with. But uh, anytime I revisit the topic, I'm, I'm reminded of the fact that it's truly one of the most brutal events ever to sweep across the face of uh, of the earth. First, was it the first mechanized war? I believe so, yeah. Where mechanization was really starting to come over, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess it was probably pretty bad. It was a bad time. Right? It was a really bad time for everybody involved. Uh, I don't know. You don't, who, who do you think it wasn't a bad time for? The guy that invented the tank? I, yeah, because he wasn't driving the tank. He made some. He made some money with that shit. Though. <laughs> I'm sure he made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. For the military industrial complex, it wasn't a bad time. It wasn't bad at all. <laughs> no, but if you were fighting in the war, it was, it was quite a, bad a time. lucrative endeavor. Indeed, but if you were getting bombed, bad time. Yeah, for the the people in the boots on the ground, it was bad time. Yeah. Um, all right. I have. My dad has always been very frank with what happened over in Vietnam. Sure. I have loads, but I've already. I've already made people think ill of my dad already. Right, my sure. dad's a great guy. Yeah, uh, my he would not he would not let you die in the streets if he knew for sure you were dying. That's good to know. If he thought you were just having a hard time, yeah, he'd probably walk by. <laughs> sure. But actually, no. My dad, my dad has. Um, when I was a kid, yeah, my dad actually saved a bus full of fucking people. Really, he and his Vietnam vet friends. We're going to see the Vietnam Wall, the Vietnam Memorial Wall, mm -hmm. and like protest Bill Clinton and all that sort of shit. Sure, yeah, right. And when he came back, his arm was all stitched up and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And apparently, they came across a bus that was turned over, and my dad and his buddies like broke the windows out, and that's how my dad got fucking stitches and shit on his elbow. They were smashing the windows to help people get out of the bus. <laughs> 
That's noble. That's pretty noble. That paints your father in a pretty altruistic that light. Ma- that makes up for the dead guy. <laughs> he, he, the guy he let die in the fucking streets. <laughs> That's right. That's a lot more than I ever did. So right. good for your dad. Yeah. Um, I live next to a Vietnam War veteran uh, named Paul who... Uh, who would just regale me with tales of Vietnam and how much he fucking loved it. See, that's what my dad said, too, is that the, all things considered, uh-huh. wasn't too bad. He had Paul had a really good time. But Paul, you could tell Paul really liked actually killing people. You see, that's the thing, though. I don't, I, I don't know. Whenever I, I, I've met a lot of Vietnam vets, mm-hmm. very few of them actually talk about the killing. Sure. What they do talk about is the whoring. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Drugs. Right. The, the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what they talk about. Yeah. They don't talk about the killing much. So, I don't know. Like, if I had a dude come up to me and tell me he was in Nam and then talk about the killing, mm-hmm. I might give him a bit of a side eye. Like, I don't know, buddy. Maybe. Yeah. He I, did. Yeah. He had a look about him, though. He yeah, was a wily motherfucker. I mean, all you gotta do is grow a beard. He and did have an one. old white guy. He did have a beard, and he was an old white guy. That's all you got to do. He was he was squirrely, man. He yeah. was really squirrely. So I don't know. He could have been talking out of his ass, but he had the look of somebody who might have enjoyed killing a lot of people too. Who yeah, knows? I don't know. We'll see. Um, well, let's find out. Let's push it. Let's push him over the edge. Let's go find out. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's let's push him over the edge and see what shakes out. I know where he used to live. We can start there. Go to <laughs> go door to door. Figure out where he's at. Yeah. Um, he had a very short-lived taxidermy business. So. Um, must not have been good at it. He must not have been. He was only good at the killing, not the stuffing. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't good at the stuffing at all, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? He would just use coat hangers and, like, stick them in the animals and prop them up in poses, and then they just rot off the coat <laughs> hanger. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, why doesn't this work? And he's, like, sharpening into the coat hanger to run it down the fucking gullet of some squirrel and make it look like it's climbing a wall. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's hear the next one. Imagine you're being crushed against a barricade in a stampede of 50,000 people, gasping for air. Everything is a blur. You're fighting and losing the battle for your life as you take your final gasp, constricted in your chest, everything going black and blurry. You lose, slip in and out of consciousness, and the last thing you hear is, it's lit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be a bummer for sure that's uh i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to go out that way like you're going out and you look up and the man that you came to see yeah is doing the robot <laughs> while he's looking at you <laughs> what a way to exit what a way to exit the world man <laughs> the guy the guy that's married to a billionaire is doing the robot while your ribs are impuncturing your lungs. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a really that's a really undeck, undignified way to shuffle off this moral yeah, coil, you know. For sure. At least take him with you. At for least sure. honestly, like yeah. yeah, like do everything you can to take him with you. Yeah, I would be I'd be clawing at him, man. <laughs> yeah. No wonder they they weren't just going for his shoes. Right. They were trying to take the whole leg. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's hear this next one. Hey, it's Alex. I just want to say that uh, I'll match any donation made to uh, Australia right now, the war-torn country of Australia. You know, it's uh, pretty bad over there right now. You guys, uh, you all seen the news, kangaroo, people seize the government and they're executing people in the streets. And uh, 
you know, I'll just don't, I'll match your donation to listen Mace to Australia right now. That's it. And, uh, I also want to say, uh, I think his name is Niall. It's called in here. Or called in Niall. I don't know. Uh, it's Australian. It's a very foreign language to me. I don't know how to say Niall's name, but, uh, Niall, if you're here listening to this, man, I just want you to hang in there, man. The country's, uh, going to shit, man, right now because all the kangaroo people, the M16s are just killing people and shit. And I don't, buddy, we all support you, buddy. You're not in this by yourself, okay? We all support you, buddy. We're all, our hearts are in Australia right now, man. But yeah, definitely listen, I'll match any money you guys uh, donate to poor country of Australia. Bye. I'm out of the loop. I, I don't know if that there's I don't know if there's a loop to be in. Is he talking about Tank Girl? I mean, yeah, I guess it's probably a Tank Girl reference because he mentioned kangaroo people. Yeah. Um. So I gotta assume it's a Tank Girl reference. What if Australians just refer to themselves as kangaroo people? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <Aye>, kangaroo people. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> it'd be sick. <laughs> it'd be fucking dope. No, no, we don't walk or drive. Hop around like kangaroos. Just hop around like kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> Just hippity hop around. I'm actress Nicole Kidman. Um, Man, every time she pops up on screen, I do that to my girlfriend, and it just drives me. Idris Nicole Kidman. You might know me from movies such as Batman Forever. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if that's a Tank Girl reference. I don't know if that's like a veiled reference to current events or just like uh, just a total, just a, uh, a rambling phone call. Um, but uh, prayers, thoughts and prayers to Australia, I guess. And, and it is Nile. Yeah, it is Nile, yes. Um, we got back-to-backs from AJ, but they do clock in at only like a minute and a half. So I guess let's just listen to them back-to-back, and then we'll, then we'll deal with it. All right. Yo, yo, this is, uh, this is me just uh, trying to see if I can uh, make a little uh, – do a little sale with someone. Hey, if anyone has any OG sugar or sabadoa or – Bucket thrown in a Husker Do merch, uh, or like 95 and before, hit me up, hit my line. You know me on the Facebook, AJ Paris Angola. Uh, I'll do a nice sale. I'm not trying to buy it for like $700 or some bullshit where you're trying to rip me off, but like, yeah, we could. Also take some Life of Agony shit. Also, fuck you two. Fuck you, Nate. Fuck you, Grace. Fuck you, I don't know. Fuck any metalcore band that's been on here. Fuck you for just being you. I don't fucking know. Fuck Darcytic Twins. I actually finally listen to you guys. Good shit. And, uh, yeah, fuck you. Break vegan, break edge. Stop being pussies. You know I did. I'm not a pussy anymore. Actually, yeah, if you break edge, you're cool. You're not a pussy. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you bring vegan, you're a fucking cop, and uh, you should set yourself on fire. Also, you too. What's uh, your favorite old school, like early two before the two thousands soda? Um, I used to fuck with uh, that citrus shit that like they made. They made came back. Uh, God, I'm forgetting the name, but like a citrusy like spaz or something or spurts, whatever. Is he talking about squirt? No, there's no way. There's no way he's talking about Squirt because Squirt never went away. Squirt's dope. Squirt is great. Are you talking about Surge? 
You talking about Surge? Surge. Surge came back, and that was like a lemon-lime like uh, soda that was kind of in the Mountain Dew family. Yeah. I don't really like Surge that much. Um, AJ, I'm also going to point out that you, you, you mispronounced two of the band names whose merch you're looking for. So let's just get the priorities straight. It's Lefe of Agoni. <laughs> yeah, Lefe of Agoni. Um, it's uh, Husker Du and Sebado are the, or the band names that you're looking for there. Um, but I guess if you want to charge AJ some money to sell him some vintage uh, Sebado and Husker Du merch, be, be, be our guest. Um, I, I, I encourage people to use this as Craigslist kind of, but maybe not in that sense. Maybe not when you're trying to like hawk and or purchase merch. You, you just don't want anybody selling them a shirt that you're not going to sell them. That's not true. You, I, you, you you want you want to have dibs on that seven hundred and fifty bucks. No, I've got two Sebado shirts in my closet right now. Sell it to him. I'm not going to sell them. He just said he'll pay like seven hundred and fifty. He bucks. said he won't pay seven hundred dollars. Sure, he, I, I'm pretty sure that if you uh, you know sweeten the pot a little bit, how would I sweeten the pot? You got to twist his arm some, you know. Okay, that's the opposite of stuff sweetening the pot. You just got to get the deal done. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to him. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm holding on to my Sebado shirts. Um, and I don't have any Husker Du shirts. And the only sugar shirt that I had, I sold a few years back. So, sorry. I already made that money. I'm living large off that sugar shirt, shirt to this day. Um, I don't know. My favorite favorite pre-2000 soda, I really actually, I liked Crystal, Crystal Pepsi a lot. Uh, when they brought it back, I drank the fuck out of Crystal Pepsi. I really liked it. I don't know. I, I think it was just the novelty of it. But most of the sodas that I like are sodas that have uh, I've liked my whole life that still, still persist around. to this day. There's sodas that I remember from my childhood, maybe because they were just regionally more available. Sure. I used to love Cherokee Red. Okay. And, um, you know, probably not, it's probably not, um, I guess, appropriate in the modern parlance, Mm -hmm. right? Cherokee Red? Cherokee Red. Probably not. You see it once in a while. It's good. You ever seen that? No. It's good. Is it like uh, is it like a red soda? It's it's like a cherry soda. Okay. I'll I'll show it to you. Um, I used to really like Jolt Cola. Oh, yeah. Jolt. I forgot about Jolt Cola. the original Joe Cola. Yeah. There was also Tab back in the day. Mm-hmm. Tab was all right. And I read Tab. But uh, Cherokee Red was kind of my shit. I liked Cherokee Red uh, when I was a kid, probably because it was welfare pop. Yeah. You know, and uh, it would show up. But here's a can of Cherokee Red. Tell me how you think that's going to fly today. <laughs> not great. Not great. It's not going to play well in the current market. It's not going to fly great today. Yeah. But, um, it's a good-looking can, it's, though. It's a good-looking can, isn't it? Yeah. And the, the contents are delicious. Also, Cherokee is spelled wrong. You, you, I know. Well, it's cherry. Oh, cherry. But it's it's not Cherokee. Right. It's cherry. Yeah, but it's still just one R and an I. It's not like it's C-H-E-R-R-Y. It's it's Cherokee, not Cherokee. Yeah, but it's not still... Not Cherokee, Cherokee. Yeah, it, <laughs> It's still bullshit, though. Like, if they're going to go for the pun. There is nothing bullshit about this soda. This soda is fucking dope. I think they still make it. Yeah. But I think you need to be in... um, You got to be racist to get it. You got to be in some of the uh, less, uh, I guess... um, um, Forward thinking. Less accommodating uh, regions (laughs) of the country. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. We'll say say less... um, um, Yeah, less forward thinking. Right. So this isn't pre-2000s, but I will say um, Taco Bell, obviously well-known for their their exclu- well, previously exclusive drink, Baja Blast, which I love. I hate normal Mountain Dew and pretty, mi- pretty much every permission. Holy, holy. Oh, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. 
Look at this shit. What am I looking at here? Cherokee Red. Uh-huh. In this cooler. Yeah. Look what's right next to it. What is right next Frozen to it? Frozen Run. Oh, well, there you go. Fucking hell. That right? is very regional. Now, man. that is a central Pennsylvania dream right there, my friend. Frozen Run and Cherokee Red, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, 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 I am walking out of that store with bags of soda. <laughs> so, um, so I was going to say, you know, Taco I Bell I can't has, believe that. I'm sorry. I just can't believe that picture. That picture just made me, uh, I'm salivating <laughs> thinking about that. So, Taco Bell has Baja Blast, but for a while, like... Five years ago or something, they also had, I think they called it Sangrita Blast or something. It was like a, a sangria soda. It was uh, purplish. It was really, really fucking good. It was like a berry soda that was absolutely delicious. And I would actually mix the Baja Blast with the Sangria Blast, and I would call that Straight Edge Lean. Um, Cause it had a nice, it had like a nice purple, uh, purple tint to it. And it was, absolutely delicious so i don't know why they discontinued that i guess it wasn't a popular soda and it doesn't meet the criteria of aj's question um but it is nonetheless in, nonetheless incredibly good you're still doing research on cherokee red over here i see oh see that's because it's yeah it was from it's, it's a regional soda from like you know that area right kecksburg kecksburg right yeah Kecksburg is a fitting name with Keck becoming a <laughs> like a, a 4chan right wing thing kecksburg's not too far from my hometown yeah Famous UFO crash there. Really? Oh, yes. Is that true? In the 50s, absolutely. You making this up? I am not making it up. Check this out. Because there's so many lies that come out of your mouth, various types of lies. Oh, no. no, 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 no. Kecksburg, UFO, right? Uh, we're, doing, we're just going to start going down uh, rabbit holes. Now. Oh, here it is, the Kecksburg UFO incident. Right. 1965? 1965. Yeah. How, how reputable is it? It's well documented. Yeah? yeah? I'll have to check into it. My, my my dad saw it before he went to Vietnam. No shit. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. Um, the Kecksburg UFO incident. Look it up. Yeah. Um, and get yourself some Cherokee Red while you're at it. Cherokee Red was fucking good. It is good. Frozen Run is better, though. So we also have one. RC. RC Cola? If I see RC, I'm buying it before I buy Coke or Pepsi. I'm, I'm not buying Pepsi. Right, sure. Right. Period. Yeah. I see Coke. That's cool. I can get Coke anywhere. It's yeah. good. Right. Mm-hmm. But if I see RC, especially in a can, mm-hmm. yeah, RC is good stuff. Yeah. They had uh, my grandparents always had RC growing up. That was the only place that I really drank it, and my, I was I was always happy about my it. My grandmother used to get this shit from the fucking pharmacy for an upset stomach syrup of Coca Cola. Syrup of Coca Cola. Yeah, okay. it came in like a little medicine bottle. Yeah, right? I I don't think you could find it anymore. Sure, right? she would get it from the local pharmacist, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it came in a little medicine bottle, and it was basically that's what it was was the uncarbonated syrup of Coca-Cola. I think maybe watered down or something like mm-hmm. that. But it had, like, RC Cola tastes the closest to a carbonated version of that mm-hmm. that I can think of. There's no way that was actually good for an upset stomach. It was good for me. It was. She would have to hide it. It had to be. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying for any medicinal purposes, I feel like that had to be fully psychosomatic. Uh, I don't know. Um, it's like the old wives' tale that, like, ginger ale is supposed to help your stomach, but, like, in, in its modern iteration, it really doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't because it doesn't have ginger, right? right. Yeah. But, yeah, there there it is right there. Syrup of Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, Col- old-fashioned cola syrup. Yeah, it's literally just, like, the syrup you would use to make. That's literally the bottle that my grandmother would, would give me. Coca-Cola syrup. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there you go. So we got one text message. <laughs> it reads... Scintillating talk. <laughs> Cherokee, racist Cherokee red, yeah. delicious soda, right? Uh, yeah. Don't knock it till you tried it. Sure. Right? 
the Kecksburg UFO incident. Yeah. Syrup of Coca-Cola from my grandma. Yeah, we're bringing hard-hitting shit tonight. Hard-hitting shit. It's part of my turnover new leaf. I'm, I'm, I'm looking back to better times to make myself a better person in the present. You're becoming Joe Para. You're it's, talking, it's talking right. about grandma and Coca-Cola that's right, syrup. my Grammy. <laughs> so, so our message is, uh, I think my coworker might be a white supremacist. Any advice on trying to solve this mystery? Ask him. Ask. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what do you think of black people? Right. My uh, famously, my uh, the management, he wasn't a manager. He was just the most senior employee who worked on the side of the machine shop that uh, my friend and I worked on. And it was just us two. And this guy who was literally a, a toothless man who rode his bike to work from all the way across town every day, smoking a cigarette the whole way. Uh, he didn't drink water. He only drank Mountain Dew and he had Mio flavor like the Mio flavor gel or whatever, and he would put it in his Mountain Dew and call it his vitamins. <laughs> um, and he would talk about how he had an incredibly uh, fancy set of dentures at home, but he just didn't like to wear them. So instead, we would watch him gum pizza with his filthy, filthy, oil-covered, dirty hands. Yeah. And he came to, came up one day early on in our employment there and slapped us on the back and said, Hey, you boys racist? And we said, No, sir, we're not. <laughs> he said, Oh, oh, yeah, me neither. Um, so my, my, the first words out of, um, my sister's first father-in-law, right. For their first marriage, the first words out of his mouth when he met me were, so, uh, Nathan, Mm -hmm. you racist. (laughs) And he gave me like a little like grin, like, huh? Yeah. And I kind of looked at him and then I looked at my brother-in-law and I was like, no. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, dad, come on, knock it off. He doesn't want to hear that shit. Yes. Yeah, so. This guy would sit there and watch hunting shows. Uh-huh. We'd go over there for Christmas, right? Yeah. And he'd sit in the in the in his den in the basement, not sit with anybody else, right? right. Watching hunting shows. Mm-hmm. And when the animals appeared on screen, he would like pss, 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 like make make fucking animal call sounds at him like they're gonna like if a turkey walked by, he'd start giving a turkey call. <laughs> You're describing a psychopath. <laughs> he would do that like like he was out hunting for them. Yeah. 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 And he would sit there and watch hunting shows. When they come up, he would sit there and get real excited and start going, you know, I'm like talking to the deer like he's, you know, going to, like like they're there. Yeah. And he can shoot them. That's a dark man that you're describing. That's a man with no internal moral compass. It was pretty bizarre, man. It was pretty bizarre because that's where the dogs were. So I did, I would mostly just hang out with the dogs. Right. Sure. But that's also where this dude was. Yeah. Yeah. And I would hear him like trying to call the animals in the TV. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Just, just ask, I guess. I don't think it's a mystery to be solved. I think here's the thing. Yeah. There are, Everything is a cultural signifier now. Sure. Right. I've lamented that. It's why I want, I, I like, despite the fact that I wear band t shirts. Right. I, I, I like looking as inert as possible. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't want you to get any read on me. Sure. Preferably. Right. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm, I, you know, the, the more and more that this goes on, the more tired I get of cultural. I don't give a shit what cause you fucking believe in. Sure. Give, keep it off your fucking car. Cool. You like Star Wars? Get, Join the rest of the fucking planet except for me, apparently. Sure, right? yeah. What makes that so fucking special, right? Yeah. Run your fucking car into the river <laughs> yeah. if you want to be special, yeah. right? Sure. I don't give a shit if you support the troops. I don't give a shit what fucking field of service, like what what branch of service you were in. What do you, what do you want, a fucking hand job for it? You want special treatment? Yeah. Cool, thanks, whatever. I don't give a fuck, right? Right. Fuck off. I don't give a shit about your family. 
I don't give a shit about anything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Indeed. I hate the fact that everything has to be like some cultural cause displayed. So all you got to do is look at the context clues. What kind of vehicle do they drive? Mm-hmm. Right? They wearing anything remotely tactical. Sure. Right? right. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good sign. What, what sort of like um, paraphernalia, like are this, what, what, what interests in paraphernalia decorate their, 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 their attire, mm-hmm. especially their off work attire, depending on what you got to wear. Right. What decorates their truck, mm-hmm. right? Well, I just said truck. I'm just assuming white guy, white supremacist. Sure, yeah, right? assuming you know it's a truck, right? I'm just saying that if you if you if you if you gather enough context clues, mm-hmm. you can pretty much guess, for sure, yeah. right? Yeah, I yeah, I'm sure I, I have faith in you to suss this out. Right. How old are they? And not only how old are they, but also within that age group, what does the haircut look like? Sure. And what part of the country? are Forty you? or older? Mm-hmm. Are they wearing fucking? Is it a white guy wearing fucking like Oakley shades or like Bulldogs? What is it? Pug shades from mm-hmm. the gas station with the fucking pudding cup mustache goatee. Right. It's going with a bad dad. Probably. Yeah. Shaved head. Dude, shaved head, fucking mustache goatee. Mm-hmm. One of the worst looks ever fucking designed. And I swear to God, 85% of the white males over the age of 30 in this area, in this part of the country, look just like that. For sure. Right. It's a bad, bad look. Dude. It's, a, it's a really fucking The bad full look. donut. Yeah. yeah. So dude, if I terrible. again, if if it were up to me, mm-hmm. you don't get to look like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I would love to. I would. If you lo- want to look like that, you can look like that in heaven, because <laughs> I'm about to send you. There. <laughs> I, I would love to just. I would love to see the pettiness of your edicts. My, you know. Believe me, it it would. In, oftentimes, it would just be to fuck with people too. Right. Sure. We were talking about. If you had the power, mm-hmm. I would make I would force every business. The only name they are allowed to display and go by is their physical street address. That's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're not allowed to have a fucking business name. It's just your street address. You're not even allowed to indicate what service you what what services you provide. Right. Right. It's a so, total so, crap so, shoot. So, so what is Walmart called in Fort Wayne, Indiana? Right. 1172 uh, 11, North Coldwater avenue right right that's it right <laughs> yeah that's it and there's no indication of the service and there's no and, and then just when everybody gets used to it mm-hmm. change it switch it up switch it up <laughs> yeah, you're not okay. allowed to do that anymore right, sure right everybody has to write a jingle everybody has to have an advertisement yeah right to a jingle and let's just say that it has to be no longer than 30 seconds and written to the chorus to unskinny bop <laughs> That'd be fun. Right? That'd be so fun. every every single business has to have a jingle. Yeah. Right? And they have to have their, their street address as their fucking name. Right. Right? And their jingle has to be written to the chorus of Unskinny Bop. I'd love to hear that. I'd right? love to hear what they all come up with. Sometimes I, I fantasize about us having a theme song that's like a morning radio style you know, where it's like a hard rock riff and it's like, demo, listen, demo, listen, demo, listen. Right. Yeah, well, you know I mean? we, we can do that now, so. We could do that, yeah. We have we have the we have the soundboard at our disposal, so. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's get on. That's, that's fuck. We're just rambling now. Yeah, we're done. Uh, that's that's the, the show. The show really ended long ago. So um, if you want to submit music, is demo listen podcast at gmail.com. If you want to become a patron, it's patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. I've gotten tapes out to like half the patrons. Um, to everybody else look out for 
uh, a message on there. Some of you guys are not good about checking and or responding to your messages on there, but it's literally the only way that I have to get your address. Um, some of you guys already had um, addresses on file for, so a lot of you already have tapes on the way. Everybody who ordered tapes, everything's in the mail and should be to, to you by like somewhere between Monday and Thursday. It's media mail, so it travels a little bit slower, and U USPS is already backing up for the holidays. So um, thanks again to everybody who ordered them. Uh, there are still a handful left, but after I get the band their copies, there probably are going to be very, very few copies left. So if you want one, you better get one now. It uh, It's just demolisten.bigcartel.com. And then last up, if you want to call and leave us a message, it is 260-222-8341. Just try to keep it brief. Um, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody who's bought tapes. Thanks to all the patrons. We will have some new content up for you here shortly. Um, and we'll uh, catch you on the next episode. Peace.